Our Parent Prison by Alexandra Marshall. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson makes a habit of standing in front of signs, banners and podiums adorned with the dreaded Build Back Better slogan forged within the secretive World Economic Forum. Presumed by the dim-witted mainstream media to be another conspiracy theory, the World Economic Forum is possibly the world's largest alliance between megacorporates, financial institutions, global bureaucracies, interested billionaires and elected politicians. They spend their time colluding to alter the fate of the world, overriding old-fashioned notions such as free will and democracy. Their dreams for the world's future are so unbelievably scary that for years their organisation has been passed off as nothing more than an excuse for the elite to get together in a Swiss chateau and tell each other how wonderful they are. That has all changed, first with climate change and then with the arrival of COVID. Somehow, somewhere, we reached a tipping point. It is unlikely that we will ever know exactly what it was, but all of a sudden, the World Economic Forum had enough power over enough people to start impacting policy. While democracies are not strictly for sale, money can erode the moral standards of every piece of human civilization, especially if it is given to ideological sycophants rather than earned. That is what the World Economic Forum does. It funds the ideas which it finds useful and starves those it hates with no interest in truth. After co-opting international political bureaucracies like the United Nations, it was merely a formality to entrap the leaders of Western democracies. The modern political class is equipped with fragile egos and no common sense to speak of, making them easy prey for the dazzling extravagance of wealth used by the World Economic Forum to woo them into the cult. Politicians love to claim to be part of the working class, particularly if they hail from the left. This may be a genuine reflection of their philosophical infancy, but when push comes to shove, they're going to take the first-class flight, the five-star party, the celebrity perks, the red carpet, and the international whirlwind speaking tour. They are no different to the thousands of men who fell victim to China's honey trap project of offering young women to politicians. What does Build Back Better mean? It rests on the premise that the existing order of the world needs to be torn down and reconstructed to suit the moral and financial framework of the World Economic Forum, which can be closely approximated to a socialist nightmare run by an unelected international bureaucracy in league with the world's largest companies. There are two primary things required to achieve this, the loss of private property, which is being achieved by the massive redistribution of wealth and annihilation of the middle class assets, and the ruination of small private businesses. Boris Johnson has come out over the last few days with his new plan to kill off any private businesses that managed to survive the UK's apocalyptic lockdowns. He has proposed a law which will make it illegal for most companies to insist that their workers come back to the office, 
It strips the basic right of an employer to decide the place of work for his employees and instead allows people to hide away in their homes forever. It was almost immediately given the nickname Zombie UK. This is part of a range of post-pandemic measures where COVID is being treated as a year zero event, as if it were the birth of Christ, to justify a complete break with constitutional norms and accepted democratic practices. The idea of a post-world sits in line with the Build Back Better mantra of a new world arising from the ashes of COVID. The only problem is that the world isn't in ashes. Capitalist democracies, republics and monarchies turned out to be much harder to kill than the socialists banked on. Their draconian hold over the people is slipping fast, with the initial fear-driven politics getting weaker every day as freedom rallies pop up across the world and individuals increasingly refuse to follow COVID mandates. The default right to work from home has come about because the government spent the last year using fear to initiate compliance. If a government sells terror for years, it comes as no surprise that some of the emotionally weaker members of civilization will struggle to re-enter the world. If the government was serious about getting back to normal, they'd run a counter-propaganda campaign to get people out and about. After a few weeks complaining, life would return to normal. Instead, terrified of losing votes, Johnson has found a solution that he thinks will boost his popularity while keeping the World Economic Forum happy. Allowing the nation to remain as a sheltered race of hermit crabs destroys the productivity of UK businesses right when it is crucial that they compete against the European Union, who have kept them as prisoners for decades. Hostile foreign powers must be laughing. If the UK is too frightened to go to work, they'll certainly be too scared to defend their nation against the hot conflict brewing in Asia. There's no other way to put it. Johnson is breeding a generation of sooks. What about the right of business owners to choose where their staff work? The reason we have offices is the simple reality that humans can't be trusted. Statistically speaking, we are a lazy, easily distracted and irresponsible rabble. Offices give humans guidelines, routine, order and emotional camaraderie with our fellow workers. The traditional working environment creates a family atmosphere within businesses and that is something that the socialists want to break down. They need workers isolated from their bosses so they can start spinning the old narrative that your employer is your enemy. The bill calls for bosses to prove why their employees shouldn't work from home, when in reality, why should the person paying you have to prove anything? If you want to earn money, you go to where the job is. It was only a few years ago that the same people were selling us the benefits of open plan offices because interacting with staff from other departments was seen as the height of intellectual business practice. Now, they want to lock employees away in their home, completely isolated from the incidental information and training that comes from working together in an office. Destroying the working atmosphere of the UK will result in most of these jobs being shipped out to Asia, where they have no such qualms about showing up at the office. It is a recipe for economic annihilation. If we don't start thinking like the bureaucrats tearing our world apart, it will be too late to stop them manipulating our politics. We know one thing for sure. Our political leaders aren't going to help us. Cabinet Office Minister Michael Gove said, We won't go back to the status quo. Actually, we could. The only thing stopping us are the political class. The Daily Mail reported that elite Cabinet Office presentation discussed the new normal to be implemented in the post-COVID world in which it was revealed that ministers were told they should not encourage workers to go to their desks even if all social distancing measures had been lifted. 
ministers of the government were actively looking at ways to help continue working from home if there is no need for them to be in the office. It is difficult not to get the feeling that maybe a few of these politicians and corporations are in the market for some cheap inner city office space deserted by businesses as they go bankrupt. What will the future of the UK look like? City buildings owned by big brother bureaucracy? They have already put taxes and impossibly difficult digital red tape around London, which also finds itself embroiled in a knife crime frenzy. Australia needs to take a good look at the mess that has been made of its parent nation. If we don't do something soon, Scott Morrison will do the same thing to us. It is time that we all get back to work. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.